up is a wee natter. I'm Mark Steele, and across the table from me is Jenny Steele. And gotta start by wishing you a happy new year. And as part of that, have a little look back over the past year. Yes. And to some of the arrivals in the post bag. Ooh. Because even with Christmas and New Year, they still get delivered. It's amazing what happened. Last year, very long time ago. (laughs) It's literally last week. uh, We asked you if you had a Christmas cupboard. Asia's been in touch saying, uh, don't have one, but wait until the last few days before Christmas to buy gifts to stop people from snooping. Ah. And I absolutely love that idea, but I'd forget to actually buy the gifts. Do you? Yeah, if I did it, I'd forget You'd to forget. buy the gifts. That's so, rubbish then. Yeah. Age, why did you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Summers has also been in touch, uh, saying, I have a cupboard with Christmas gifts like Mr. Potato Head dressed as a stormtrooper. Never opened. That's why people stopped getting me presents. I have a nuts cupboard now too. KP is the best. Oh, yeah, KP is the best. Salted though or unsalted? Did Matthew specify? That was not in the details. needs to come back to me with that one. That's got me to remember, you know, the, the worst ones are gifts when they're personalised, aren't they? When somebody's gone out of their way to get your name or get, you know, something specific to you, mm. done, you know, customised on it, personalised on it. Because there is no chance of re-gifting it. And you have to put it somewhere that the gift giver, when they come around your house, sees it occasionally. That is so true. But that's just reminded me, I had a gift this year Uh-oh. and I like, it was a candle holder. Now I like the holder, but the candle was the wrong colour for, for my decor. All right. Was it, was it rude of me to actually go out with the people that actually brought the gift down and change? Well, I didn't change it, but I just brought a new candle with a different colour. I mean, if you did it right in front of their face and they were the ones that bought it, that would, pro- that would probably be sending a message. Mm. You may have to think about that one. Or you may have to send a... A, a groveling apology, you know, thank you Christmas card slash letter thing. Do they still do that? Thank you letters and cards. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't anyway. Mm. <laughs> uh, Slap Pops has also been in touch. Uh, not me, but I found out years later my dad chose the linen and cleaning cupboards as he reckoned correctly. My brother and I probably didn't even know they existed and were, as they were related to housework. Yeah, that's really good. That's a good idea. Problem is, it wouldn't work where I was growing up. I had to iron my own shirts as a teenager, but... Did you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I do like the thinking. Uh, where would you put it if you, you know, put gifts if you do want me to stumble across them? Where would you put You them? personally? Yeah. The washing machine. I know where the washing <laughs> machine is. And on that note, let's have a wee answer. It is that time of the year when you look back at how little you achieved and make some overly ambitious plans for next year, isn't mm. it? Uh, we are talking about New Year's resolutions, dear listener. And I'm going to open this question up to you, but I'm also going to open it up to you as well, Jenny. Are you making any resolutions this year and what are you making? Well, I need to get back to my target weight with Slimming World, so I promised myself I'll try and get back to my target weight this mm-hmm. year. I also thought, because when I was a kid growing up, all my friends used to say I'm either going to be on the radio or on stage, like on TV. Uh-oh. I think I'm going to join an acting club so I can say, get out of my pub. You think that's what Amdram does? They just do get out of my pub? Yeah, that's what people seem to say when they own a pub. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe to you. I've never been told to get out of a pub. Uh, myself, you know, last year I aimed to lose a lot of weight, dear listener, because I'm in the, oh, Lord, he coming territory. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, uh, it turns out I've gained almost a stone. So that, that went brilliantly, that one, didn't it? Oh, went dear. exactly as expected. But I do wonder where the term stone comes from. Now I think about it. Mm. You know, was it a specifically heavy stone? Yeah. Everyone agreed that's what we're going to weigh with. 
It wouldn't be one of those stones that they use when they do them Swedish massages, would it? You know, the no. hot, hot, what do you call them? Hot stone massage. Can I just put them all on your back? <laughs> if one of those weighed a stone, you'd be, you'd be in real trouble. But I'm imagining the, the stone stone, you know, it weighs a stone. This yeah. is the stone stone. It must have a blue plaque next to it or something like that. But anyway, I've naturally seen what happened last year. Got the same goal this year and expecting a very similar outcome. You know, a couple more realistic ones as well. You know, have yeah. more experiences, travel more, go to more events maybe get round to finishing the master's degree. And <laughs> this is one that I'm going to apologise in advance for now, dear listener. It is be more creative, you know, creating more cat memorabilia. And I'm afraid we're going to have to turn, you know, to be more creative, we're going to have to turn this podcast into a serious art housey thing. We do it on black and white. There's cigarette smoke everywhere. Oh. Yeah, you know, something like, uh, you know, noir style. I think we're going to have to do that. I don't know what noir style is. Well, good, because I don't know either, so we're not going to be doing it. So, no, no, it's going to be another overly ambitious year, dear listener. And I'm going to open this one up to you. What New Year's resolution are you setting this year? And if you give us an idea of the chance of actually achieving it while you're there as well, being honest and brutal, Mm. going, yeah, it's not going to happen. Or, no, I'm actually going to achieve it this year. Couple ways to do it. Get in touch at Solid Radio UK or at Solid City on the socials. Or if you happen to be listening on Spotify, there is a little box that pops up with this very question in it. You tap it, you stick your answer, and as if by magic, it arrives in the post. Now, we know Christmas is gone now, don't we? Yes, it has very much been and gone. It's 300-odd days counting. I'm sure there's somebody on Twitter or something that does a daily countdown. It'll be like 350 days out or something Somebody's like got that. the app. You know those countdown apps that you can get? Somebody's got one of those apps, guaranteed. Counting down to Christmas 2023. Oh, like people do for their holidays or yes, for weddings yeah. or things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know the sort of thing you're on about. Yeah. Bit. But question I just wanted to ask mm-hmm. is, we went out for a meal the other night and part of that meal, obviously you get your dessert, and I was so tempted to have Christmas pudding. Or we go into Costa, other coffee outlets are available, and they've got all the nice cakes on offer, and you think... Is it wrong to still want either Christmas pudding or a like a festive pie, mince pie, after Christmas? Now, you see, on the Christmas pudding front, you're supposed to leave them for, what is it, a year or something like that to steep in... Yeah, in what, what, whatever it is brand, that the steeping is. <laughs> yeah, brandy or whatever. But, yeah. And then, you know, they're, they're, you're basically supposed to leave them to rot for a year and then you enjoy them they're a bit better. Because we have one that didn't taste anything at all like a Christmas pudding, didn't we? No, no. So... There's nothing stopping you from six months in, 18 months in, mm. having to go anyway. Although the problem is you won't have one for Christmas then. So it is a decision you have to make at that point. And on top of that, you can get the ingredients any time of year. The only thing you're not going to get ingredient-wise is going to be mincemeat pre-made in a jar. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but if you want to make Christmas pudding, all the bits that go into Christmas pudding go into fruitcakes and the likes anyway. I suppose they do. I just thought it was a little bit weird. I just thought, was I was choosing i thought mm. do you know what i'm going to choose a mince pie i just kind of looked around and i thought is it wrong to have this after christmas is done and dusted should you just like no that's it i've done i would say it's not but you don't want to get to the point you know like some people do with christmas decorations where it's like july and they're still up and at that point it's like you know what just leave it till christmas the next christmas yeah all right so you can get away with now but i think once you get into later in the year i think you're in trouble This is going to sound a bit weird, but when is it too late to ask somebody's name? I mean, if if you're getting married, 
you know, the point where it's like, do you take Brian to be your lawfully wedded husband? You go, aye, Brian, that's it. <laughs> it's probably a bit too late. But at work, as an example, how long can you be colleagues and still ask their name? Uh, I think if, probably a week. I've managed a year and a half in before. <laughs> I don't know how I would phrase that question, though. Well, that, that's the tricky bit, because, you know, consider a different scenario. What about your neighbours? You don't speak to them every day. But the occupant's number 27 is probably not going to land well after five years. Well, that was at my Christmas card dilemma this year. I sent one to my neighbour either side, but I wanted to send one to the other. I know the, I know the guy's name, but I don't know his wife's name. So what do you do? You can't say to Brian and wife or from number... I don't know, say 42 to number 43, it does sound wrong. So I ended up not sending a Christmas card. And I feel a little bit bad with that, oh. but I, it was a situation I just didn't know how to get out of. Yes. Well, I, I have heard of a trick for this. And it's, you know, we ask them, oh, I'm, I'm just going to put this paperwork together. Can you just confirm how you spell your name? Which works brilliantly until the reply is the normal way. Oh, yes. <laughs> Now, I don't want to get you in trouble, Jenny, or you dear listener either, but how much of a procrastinator are you? Some days, a lot, I guess. If I haven't got any motivation, I can sit there just scrolling mm. through my phone or just watching soaps. Yeah, well, I've still got stuff on my to-do list that involves visiting Woolworths. Have you? I think at this point... Could have been I- CNA. Yeah, I think at this point, I'm just waiting out until the brand is iconically revived in 50 years' time and I'll get them eventually off my list then. (coughs) But, (coughs) try not to die. Uh, But on that note, I read the actual news the other day. Mm. I know, fatal mistake, I did read the actual news. And there was a very depressing story about the target date for cleaning England's waterways being pushed back by 36 years. 36 years? 36 years. So two points come to mind from that. One... Can I tell my boss my deadlines have moved back 36 years? Can you imagine that? (laughs) Yeah. I'll give it a shot and I'll let you know how employed I still am next episode, dear listener. And secondly, you know how scrap metal seems to be worth a lot more than you ever think? Yeah. It's always worth more money than you think. Surely letting somebody claim all the shopping trolleys to sell for scrap will have... It'll be cleaned up in no time. Yeah. Yeah, you see, I've, I've come up with a cunning plan. Or actually... Are they part of a vital part of the ecosystem now, you know, the shopping trolleys? Do you get, like, different classes of fish sheltering and waitros and little trolleys? Oh, yeah, I wonder if you do. What would you think? Do you think a salmon would have a, a, a waitrose trolley? You, oh, I'm not, I'm not going under a Sainsbury's trolley or a Tesco trolley. I love the fact you go for salmon being the picky ones of all. Well, salmon's posh, isn't it? Is, this, is, this is posh? it posh? Salmon's posh. They'd go up the sam- salmon ladders and then make their way to the little. Not little. They go up ladders, they're working class. Ricardo. <laughs> they go up ladders, they're working class. They don't sit there with monocles and top hats, I'll tell you that for free. We were talking about New Year's resolutions earlier. Yes. I'd like somebody to be able to tell me how not to get so stressed. Because the other day, and Mark will back me up on this, I think before half past nine in the morning, before we even got to 9.30 in the morning, there was a catalogue of errors that went wrong here, didn't they? We woke up, the kettle didn't work. Then we had an, a sofa that was due to be donated to the uh, to some charity and mm. then they came to collect it and they found out that one of the feet was twisted at the back so it affected the frame so they couldn't take it, which was fair enough. So we ended up having to break it down, put it in the garage, council are taking it. Dishwasher's broke now. So 
I know this sounds bad, but you get mm. used to having a bit of a dishwasher going on, don't you? So now, obviously, they can't come out until the 12th of Jan. And what else is going to go wrong? It's like, it's always say there's a third thing. And the third thing was the dishwasher. And I was just kind of thinking, I can't cope with it. It's all a lot to, to kind of take in. And now mm. I've gone out and bought myself a little silicon tray to protect the draining board. Because obviously, we're having to wash everything by hand. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that, that don't have a dishwasher. But you do get used to having a dishwasher, don't you? And I'm just trying to think, is there a way... Any recommendations that can, you can just stop getting so stressed out over over things that keep you know if something goes wrong mm-hmm. more than one thing goes wrong in in the I mean I think we had your parents here didn't we and I don't even think your dad had got up out of bed before with these kind of three things had just gone bang 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 <laughs> and I'm like oh my word you know is, is it 2023 yet so any recommendations. Well, the, the the trick people always come up with is the whole thing of you frame it as it's not as bad as it could, as it could be for other scenarios and things like that. So at the end of the day, having to wash your own dishes, which is what you're complaining about here. Let's be honest. It's just like it don't work. I hate things that don't work. They they bug me. Do you know what I mean? Now you see, here's the worrying bit, dear listener. If it wasn't in warranty, I would be in there myself poking around. Yeah, but Pro- we're not. Probably getting zapped a few... T- I'll be honest with you. Getting zapped a few times because it happened when I fixed the washing machine. You got a oh, nice jolt across the heart. Did that, did that break as well that I didn't know about? No, no. This, this, this was an old washing machine. We ended up chucking because it, it was properly ah. broken and we couldn't get parts for it. But I am the sort of person who will take a shot at repairing things, but I tend to either mess it up the first time or get myself injured or something in the process. So uh, I, I think... Given the choice, which would you rather have? Me getting injured or screw it, screwing it up, or we wait a couple of days for a service engineer? Got to, got to charge you money. And you're just going to have to wash I'm things by hand about yourself. This, one. this is a bit hard because mm. it means my dishwashers come back to life. <laughs> no, 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 not really, I guess. <laughs> you do you do know that it is not the end of the world washing dishes. You could No, I don't mind the dishwasher. It's just the fact that you know when something's broken, mm. it bugs me because I think it's broken and then I worry I worry that it might not be able to get repaired and it's gonna be like that's it forever. I don't I don't know. It's like when I opened the fridge and there's like a little chunk missing out of the fridge. I thought, ah, where's that gone wrong? How's that happened? We had that fixed. I don't to this day I don't know where this chunk came from. It was just gone from the fridge. And it's just things that go wrong. I struggle with trying to Forget it. Like, I know an engineer's coming, mm-hmm. but I can't, I still think, I still keep opening the dishwasher door just to see if it'll turn back on again. It's got no power. That's the issue. It's got no power. I'm sure that what will happen is you'll turn up, you'll fix it in five minutes, it'll cost me about 500 quid. It That's what will happen to you, listen. <laughs> now, I know this isn't a question you get asked every day, you dear listener, or you, Jenny, either, but how would you describe Scarborough? Oh, I like Scarborough. It's got nice beaches and it's got what used to be known as the Scarborough 3, which I think is down to the Scarborough 2, which now, according to Cheryl uh, Warner, is probably the Scarborough 1 now, which is cats that were made famous on Facebook. So, so there's some internet famous cats yes. by Seaside. I yes. would describe Scarborough as a seaside town that's nice enough, but it's better days are behind it. I'm not being unfair in saying that, am I? I don't know, because, I mean, I, I like it. It has got a nice sandy beach and it has got... I mean, the town centre's not bad for a bit of a shot. I mean, some parts, yeah, do look a bit run down, but you can get that in any city or town, can't you? That's true. That's true. Uh, but one of the things they usually have up in Scarborough is a New Year fireworks display. You know, at midnight, you light the mm. sky up. That's what they've gone for. Or if you're my neighbour, you're a bit premature, 
Yeah. Maybe not the only thing they're premature in, and fire it off at 11.45. They <laughs> did. Knowing that this usually happens in Scarborough, why do you think the fireworks were cancelled this year? Ooh, can't afford them. Nope. It's all down, and I'm not making this up, it's all down to a rather rare Arctic walrus. Really? That decided to stop by Scarborough on its journey. So as not to freak it out, the fireworks display was cancelled. I think that's lovely. Yeah. And I wonder if that excuse works on your neighbours. You know, like, <laughs> oh, terribly sorry. You can't lay your fireworks off here or, you know, the badgers will turn evil. Oh, no, sorry. You could get a cardboard cut out of a badger. You're actually buying into this. I, I, am. Might, I might give it a shot with the neighbours <laughs> to see what happens. Or a walrus. That was a wee nasser. I can only apologise, dear listener, on behalf of myself and Jenny. One thing I am going to ask you to do, though, is listen or subscribe on our feed. So if you only want a wee natter and nothing else, search for a wee natter on your podcatcher of choice. <laughs> and it will just magically appear every time there's a new episode. It is like magic. It's brilliant. Your other choice is you can search for Solid Radio instead, and you'll get this, plus a whole bunch of other stuff, including, in the next couple of weeks, two new cat interviews. I oh, can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. Sutu, the Solo Radio Cat, actually put a bit of a post out on it yesterday. And for those of you that don't follow Sutty, um, it's at Solid Sutty, she is on Facebook. We're interviewing Gunby Cat mm-hmm. and we're, uh, well, committee. She lives at Gunby Hall along with Fergus and Tabby that also live with her. And we're also interviewing Garfield, a.k.a. Garfy, who was Mr. Sainsbury's cat that used to frequent Sainsbury's in Ely. Both absolutely brilliant interviews. I think you'll love them. I think you'll love both of them. They're going to be available from the first one is next Saturday, I believe, Mark, the 7th of January, yep. 4 o'clock. That's committee. And the following Saturday, the 14th of January at 4 o'clock, that's going to be Garfy. So if you want more pussycat interviews on your mm. podcatcher, the place to look for it is Solid Radio. And if you see two Purple Mountains, you know you are in the right place, which sounds utterly bizarre outside of this context to say that. And on that note, we'll catch you next time. Bye.